right, all right, all right, all right. Welcome to the Dynasty Hot Sauce Podcast, Day 2 NFL Draft 2022 Edition. Big time stuff today, folks. Brees Hall, the 101 in Superflex Drafts, goes to the Jets. Trade up, a la Javante Williams last year. Supposed bell cow, great pass catcher. Keep adding to the offense. Protect the young quarterback. You have to at all costs. All right, Charles Chill. Oh, yeah, baby. What up, my man? How's it going, Mr. Larry Monkey? I love it. I love it. I love it. I just uh, started a show real like a minute ago and just started to just uh, relish in the Brees Hall 101 to the Jets. Is that amazing? Yeah. That's never, a, that's, they've never sniffed like the 101 in a Superflex. The Jets don't draft like that. I mean, they had a Zad Zach Wilson last year. So this is two straight years where the Jets have like a legitimate top eight, top 10 asset in a rookie draft. I mean, how's that make you feel? Yeah. No, I think how's your Michael Carter shares feeling? Uh, I, you know what? I'm fine with the Michael Carter shares. I, I don't think they're, they're not going to kick him to the curb. He's not going to be a third down guy either. He's just, I think they're going to utilize both. I think Mike LaFleur is going to, I mean, it, it'd be a waste. I mean, and these guys get banged up anyway. So I don't, I mean, I don't think you're just going to give Brees Hall. I mean, you could, but um, I don't know. It's going to, they're going to, these guys are going to keep each other's uh, other fresh shot. I mean, who knows? I can't imagine them not using uh, Michael Carter. I know we're, we go back to that San Francisco offense where they rely on, on one guy, but I don't know. What do you think? So, so is this like a second year, Jonathan Taylor slash Naheem Hines type oh, thing? Man. I know. Right. Cause Hines, you know, Hines annoyingly ends up getting, you know, five, six carries a game along with the targets. Yeah. But at the same eat. time, Jonathan Taylor can still eat. So it kind of seems like that might be the best, best case scenario. And I mean, the, I actually think the jets will have a pretty good line too. So I, I kind of like it. I mean, I never liked Michael Carter, but I think people are going to bury he the perception. Don't you think the perception in Dynasty is Michael Carter is going to be absolutely buried? You'll be seeing him getting traded for thirds. Uh, I can't imagine that. You don't think? Uh, he, he he's such a crowd. He's a crowd pleaser. Everyone loves Michael Carter. Well, okay, hear me out. Let's say we have five or six running backs here that go in the third round. Maybe one to Tampa, maybe one to Houston, you know, they, these kind of landing spots. You don't think right. people will start taking those guys over the Michael Carter? You know what I mean? Like people will take Michael Carter and if they're on the clock at like the two oh you know, the two oh eight or the two twelve or something like and they really want Damian Pierce or Brian Robinson or someone like that, I think they would trade Michael Carter to get that pick. You know what I mean? Mm. Because he's not he's not the shiny new toy, whereas, you know, this running back that landed in X place in round three is going to be a player that people yeah. are chasing. So I just think, I think his early, his immediate market value will be depressed because he's last, he's last year's news and he's got the number one running back ahead of him now. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know how they're going to do it. It's it should be interesting. I mean, he was banged up last year. I feel like, well, they gotta, I mean, listen, they're, they're, Tevin Coleman's the only other guy. Ty Johnson. I mean, I, I like Ty first. Johnson, but he's he's buried at this point. Uh, he can't he's catch. At this point. He can't catch the ball. He he dropped like three third down catches in one game last year. Well, and you know how many leagues I'm in, right? 
And I have zero Michael Carter. But wow. you know what? I'm going to have some Michael Carter going into this season for the reason we just talked about. Yeah. I think you're going to be able to use some of these later picks where people are chasing, you know, this this random pick because they really need to get, you know, this running back or this receiver. And I'll, I'll be fine adding some Michael Carter. Zig when everyone else is zagging. Yay. Uh, these guys get opportunities also. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, uh, he, he play he plays rough, man. James Cook, second round, end of the second round. So, I mean, the Bills kind of forecasted what they said they wanted to do. Remember, they tried to sign McKissick and they couldn't get him, and he went yeah, back to Washington, yeah. and then they immediately draft like a McKissick replacement. So, yep. I think it was pretty clear what they wanted to do. So that pick makes total sense. Yeah, nice luxury pick. Are you feeling better about the? Um, it, I'm not feeling good about this class because I don't think it's very good. But I, are you feeling better about some of the picks that you have, given where some of these receivers have landed, where at least you don't feel like you're getting completely shut out? Of well, these what picks, stinks, you know what, I mean? what what sucks is that none of these quarterbacks right. are pushing any any of these guys down mm-hmm. to the end of the end of the first round, which which you normally have that in a rookie superflex draft. You know, you have your you know at least two or three quarterbacks that go in that top five range. I mean, or we have a record, though. how it's been, right? We, we have 13 receivers that have gone in the first 54 picks. So if that doesn't tell you how the yes. NFL views the value of that position, yeah. then I don't know what else does. But, I mean, at least you're going to get – I mean, I think getting – I don't know what your thoughts on John Mechie or Wandale Robinson, but I think having George Pickens go to the Steelers, Sky Moore go to the Chiefs, and Christian Watson going to the Packers – that's going to be three receivers that people will legitimately push up into the first round. So that's right. like nine receivers now when you take the, the six that went in the first round last night. That's three more. You have nine receivers that I think people are going to take in the first round, which is good. It's good if you have like these second round picks and you don't know what to take. At least you're having some receivers that are bumping some draft capital talent back to you, if you know what I mean. Yep. Wandell Robinson. Now, the dynasty community kind of soured on him, I guess because of his measurements. It's too small. Yeah, but I mean, but he, shit. He was wide receiver eight off the board. No one expected that. That was out yeah. of nowhere. Yeah, I have him on a Devi league where you just like, I think it was, I think it's a pigs league, and I just ha- I've had him stashed forever. And then there was some hype around him, and then all of a sudden, you know, they, they did his way in or whatever, and then that was it for him. But uh, yeah. now, well, I mean, is he think he's going to be a Tony replacement? I think they're. I mean, I know I he know. showed up after the trade rumors. <laughs> after after they were like, "We're going to trade you." Hold on, I'm on the next flight. I'm on the next flight out. <laughs> I don't know if a Tony replacement, but I think it will be a. It'll be interesting to see how they use him because he actually has. I mean, he has like a bulletproof profile. It's just he's small. And there's questions about you know these small receivers. What is the like? If you just take see exactly what Wandale measured in at, but if you just take, um, you know, if you just take his measurements and you take everybody historically at those measurements or below and you filter out for who's had the most targets or most, most receptions in a season or fantasy points, it's very bleak. You know what I mean? So just historical comps, it's very bleak. So then it just depends on are the bills or the, the bills coaching staff from last year with the giants. Now, are they able to kind of 
work a role for him. But even if he ends up being like Rondale Moore from last year, that's not even good. So, I mean, how much do you respect this draft capital? I think that's the question. I like John Mechie to the, to the Texans. I mean, that's legit draft capital too, 44th pick. And even if he misses the first couple weeks of the season, I mean, I think that's uh, that's another player that's going to potentially jump up into that range. I mean, I can see people taking him as wide receiver nine, wide receiver 10. So, I mean, it, along with Hall and Walker and probably James Cook, I think this, this draft has at least helped the value of your late first, early seconds just a little bit. But you're probably yeah. going to be stuck picking those players too. You know what I mean? You're not going to be able to trade the pick that you're about to pick John Mechie or James Cook. You're not going to probably be able to get a get very good veteran with those picks. But at least you feel okay picking a second round talent, you know, versus uh, reaching on a third or fourth round talent, which we're going to start seeing here soon. Yep. That's weird, man. Weird with all these. There's, there's going to be one quarterback. Now, where, where are you taking Pickett? One six? One five? I mean, I was just on the 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 Destination Devi stream and we were talking about like because Pickett's the only quarterback. Is that, is that me? You hear what? that? Yeah, I hear some background noise. I, I think it is you. Oh my god, yes, it is me. <laughs> Where's oh, it coming shit. from? Yeah. <laughs> I opened up uh it's it, <laughs> that particular what we were just listening to was Joe Douglas and Robert Sala doing a like a post draft interview. Hmm. That just popped up on my uh, one of my messages. I opened up a mess. I opened up a Twitter thread and that fucking started talking. What, what were we just talking about? Well, I mean, you asked about Kenny Pickett, and I mean, yes, I think you have only one quarterback, and then. As much as people want to probably push James Cook up, certain people want to push James Cook up because of his receiving, because of his name cachet. I yeah. think you really only have one other running back that potentially can go in the first round too, which is Walker. So I think you're going to see Brees go with the 101. And then if you want a running back or you want a quarterback, you need to get into the first round. And it's going to have to be in the top four or five picks, I think, if you want Walker or if you want Pickett. If you want a receiver and you're at like the, you know, the 108, you're not probably that worried about, you're going to get a good receiver. You know, you might have to get a Lave or Jamison Williams instead of, you know, yeah. Burks or Wilson or London, but you're not going to get screwed. You're not going to miss the tier of receivers because there's so that, many, yeah. whereas running back and quarterback, like you have one shot, like whoever's in the spot where that pick is going to come off the board, they probably have some trade value. And all those receivers are the same. I mean, who who is yeah, yeah, where, where, they, where they landed? They all landed. I think they all landed in great spots. Most of them. Well, and, and like I said, you have you have Christian Watson, you have George Pickens, and you have Sky Moore. All went to great spots. Fantasy is going to love the Steelers, the Packers, and the Chiefs. Right. So I think that those three are going to get pushed up the board as well. And it's like if I'm at the 109 or 110, but I really want a quarterback or I really want a running back, I'm going to have to make a big move up. I'm not going to be able to just sit in my spot. Because I already know I'm getting a receiver. So I think it just depends on where your league is. If you're the team that needs a quarterback, like let's say you're at the 108, you know Pickett's not going to fall to you. Like, is he really a guy you're willing to trade up to try to get? Like, is it really worth that much? Or would you rather kind of just wait and take your chances or maybe try to trade for a veteran instead? If the Steelers didn't take Pickett, like if they just went another direction, where's Pickett going to go? I mean... 
Who's who's going to take him? Who, like, who's the it, next team? Nobody. It wants seemed a like he was. It seemed like he was the the one quarterback that I think the there was kind of a consensus that people thought should be drafted. But I mean, he landed in a good spot too. Like if you're going to bet on him to at least just not suck or not bust, I I I'm okay betting on the Steelers. But I guess that's my question. If you're at the 106 and you desperately need a quarterback, what are you doing? Because I feel the price is going to be too high to try to go up and get him. Because he's the only quarterback; everyone knows it. So I mean, what's your what's the play? You know what I mean? How, how, do you actually try to? Is he a guy even worth trading up? If he just becomes Mac Jones, or you know, who would you rather have, Kenny Pickett or Zach Wilson? Unbiased. Oh, Zach Wilson, without a doubt. All right. All right. They love can, him. Can you Coach get Zach, Zach Wilson? Can you get Zach Wilson for the pick you're about to take Kenny Pickett with? I think you can. No, I can't. Well, maybe not you, but I think you can. I'm in a 12-team league, and I'm trying to get. I should. Debari just tried to come in, but he didn't. Uh, his he didn't show up. His camera or whatever. Anyway. Yeah, no, I, I've tr- I'm trying to get Wilson off of her from the Angry Sports Couple. She has Wilson. She's got the 101. I have the 105, 106. And she won't. And, I've offered her to 105 for Wilson. And so if Pickett's there at the 105, she won't trade that pick for Pickett. That's basically her saying she likes Wilson better than Pickett, you know even if Pickett's I available. I haven't done. I haven't done it since. Since the this was just maybe like a week ago. Well, you I may not. Know. You may not be able to. You may not be able to do it until you're on the clock and Pickett's available. Yeah. Yeah. So, you're right. John Debari live in Vegas. Look at that. Freeze frame. Freeze frame. Freeze frame. <laughs> what a what a visual, huh? Look at that. What's a mugshot? <laughs> really? <laughs> I saw your boy. Is Justin working tonight? Yeah, yeah, he's working. He's behind the bar. I, I thought for sure the Falcons were going Malik Willis there with that second rounder. Yeah, it's Why interesting. Not? We've we've seen a ton of teams just pass and pass and pass and pass. Well, the and Seahawks are up. What are they going to do now? Not Everyone's Malik saying Willis. the Seahawks should take them. Falcons are up in two more picks. I was just on the I was just on the uh, the DAP Network uh, draft show they're doing, mm-hmm. and uh, we were talking about just that. And they were and uh, Bobby Koch was like, the, Baker Mayfield's going to be the next quarterback." That, that goes because there's why would any of these quarterbacks at this point be better than Baker Mayfield? Like, why are you going to there's there was they were saying if some the, the Browns are just desperately calling every team right now. You want Baker for this pick? You want Baker for this pick? You want Baker for this pick? I mean, I think the difference with Baker is you have to pay him and you probably have to give up a pick for him. But, yeah, I, I think you could get Baker right now for a six well, I mean, round pick. Probably we're, we're, we're at the seventy second pick, seventy third pick. Well, Baker's but yeah, not worth that. The one oh former no. one oh one who just played, no. who just played injured for a year. Nope, he, I think if people, you people, didn't he almost lead him to a Super Bowl like two years ago or something? I think if you called the Browns right now and offered him a fifth rounder, they would happily just give you Baker. Oh my god, which seems crazy, but I I just don't think there's a if there was a market for him and it was. Anything in this range, you would have th- you'd think the Browns would have traded him already. 
Because winter, they can't keep him on the roster for the season, right? He can't go into the season on the team. There's no way that that would be just a media circus. So I mean, who who honestly is going to step up and give you a future third at best? I don't think it's going to happen. I think it's going to be they're going to end up cutting him or get like a six rounder. What's the hit rate on a fifth round pick? Oh my god, are you you watching this draft? Let's see. Did you see like they they walked out to do the draft? (laughs) They walked out, dude. This Colts pick. Are you watching the draft right now? Two yes. guys come out. One is sitting on top of another guy's shoulders. Have you seen that yet? I'm watching it right now, yeah. Keep watching it. Just keep watching it. Oh, yeah. I see it. <laughs> the one guy's seriously injured. Like They just like dragged him off the stage. <laughs> That is crazy. The guy on top is was got he got fucked. <laughs> Let's see it. Oh, there he goes. Boom. Oh, you didn't see. <laughs> yeah, I'm seeing they, it right now. I hope it was the the guy on top that, that whose idea it was. I just like how that other dude just picks up the card and like waves and just walks to the podium. Like I'm supposed to announce this oh, pick. Oh my god! I can't That's check on you, dude. Jelani Woods, nice. Oh no! What does that do to Mo Alley Cox's? Uh... What's it do to Kylan Granson? Oh, yeah! Third round tight end. Well, I just Ooh, got... hey, like Alec Pierce. Yeah, I, someone just messaged me. I know what the next pick is, so I won't. I won't spoil it for the you Falcons unless you want. I feel like if someone messages you this, it has to be. It is. It's the next quarterback off the board. Wow. Third rounder. And it's not Malik Willis. Desmond Ritter. Wow. To the Falcons. Wow. Yeah, that is an interesting one. Remember, remember when they were they were talking about him being like late like first a, rounder? A, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so what do you do? Rising. What do you do with? Um, I mean, what what is going to be your approach with these quarterbacks like right now? Like, because they're going to fall, I think, in drafts to like the mid second, late second. I think, you, I think you just take them when there's nobody else to take, right? I mean, that's well, but don't you're... don't you think there's going to be a couple players that are going to be passed up because people just don't believe in their profiles? Like Tyquan Thornton goes to the Patriots with pick fifty, I mean, which is like. Who's the 111 right now? You know, I, I, I have the 111. In the I, I think I think you're sitting pretty if you have one of the first round picks. And I'm not saying that the I'm excited for the late first round picks because they're I'm going to get stuck making the pick. But I think you're going to see Walker, Brees Hall, Kenny Pickett, and then those nine receivers that I mentioned are going to be pretty clear cut one through one through nine. So you're probably looking at George Pickens, Sky Moore, Christian Watson. At the yeah. 111, 112. Great situations, too. I mean, everyone hoped those guys would go to those landing spots, and they did. So so I don't think you're going to see, like, you're not going to start seeing any of the secondary quarterbacks come off the board until at least, like, the early second, mid-second. I, I love the Jamison Williams to Detroit. 
I feel like it's like when AJ Brown went to uh, Tennessee and everyone was like, "Oh man, AJ Brown, that sucks," and he and he fell to like the one nine, one ten. Well, it's I mean, again, you're, it's it's not. Who cares about next year? Like, yeah, sure, you want Jamison Williams to be good right away, but he's coming off an injury and he's most likely going to have a brand new offense in twenty twenty three. So. I'm not going to really look at like his current situation and say yeah. that's bad. So I'm they're like, playing I'm willing for to... 2023. That's when they're going to take the quarterback. Exactly. exactly. I mean, they're doing it. They're building it nicely. So it's, they have a nice build so far. I would have liked to have seen, I mean, I guess you can't, you can't not take Hutchinson, but I, I want them to just keep piling on that offensive line. So I mean, would can... you have rather had Jamison Williams over Garrett Wilson? Mm-hmm. Just yeah. from like the way he compliments Elijah Moore, like he could have been a, he seems like he'd be a better compliment to Elijah Moore than, yeah. than Garrett Wilson. But I mean, his speed, yeah. But yeah, when I when, when you see Garrett Wilson, he's five eleven. Um, but yeah, he. I mean, he's gonna he's gonna catch the ball, and Wilson can. You know, if he can catch the ball, then that's what you need. You don't want guys that are gonna drop the ball, right. So you got Garrett with Wilson. I mean, I, mean I, I like Elijah Moore just as much as I like Garrett Wilson. I know he was the 10th overall pick. But. Well, I think it, where it gets really tricky is the when you get to the second round because you're going to have a lot of guys that were high NFL picks. I mean, you're going to have a lot of second-round receivers to choose from, and then you're going to have James Cook, yeah, Trey McBride, you know, they, you're going to get some decent pedigree there, but it's, I don't think it's going to be a consensus of like, if we see some running backs that start to go here soon, uh, I think you're going to end up seeing running backs starting to be moved up because of their landing spots. Remember, remember all the third round running backs we've seen in the past or yeah. a third round running back people still see as a potential starter. So mm-hmm. I, I think you're going to see running backs starting to creep up ahead of some of these receivers, even though the receivers were clearly higher draft picks. Now, the Texans were reported to have been wanting to draft Brees Hall, and that's why the Jets traded them. They leapfrogged them to make the deal. The Texans are on the clock. Yeah. Do they, go, do they take a running back here? No, they didn't. Just went oh. with another defensive player. So if you liked Isaiah Spiller, you're getting a little worried here. Yeah. Creeping into that third round. I How do you see, like? I could see Baltimore taking a running back here, though. Oof. Yeah. Because they've gone. I mean, they, the, you've seen what the Ravens have done. They got David Ajabo, who tore his Achilles, but was a first round pick before he got hurt. And then they got Kyle Hamilton, who fell and fell and fell. Yeah. And then they got Linderbaum, who Center. is an immediate star. I mean, the Ravens have crushed this draft, but it's been all, you know, trenches or defense. So I wonder if they try to replace Marquise Brown, like Calvin Austin, maybe, or. Isaiah Spiller, I can see one of those two. Hopefully it's hopefully it's a skill player, but who knows? I but mean, you think if they go back to a running uh, like a running first offense, they may want to have another back with Dobbins. Because remember they were talking about Melvin Gordon and everyone freaked out? Yep. So you got Khalil Shakur, huh? Khalil Shakur. I'd be okay with Khalil Shakur. Ooh, David Bell. David Bell, yep. Justin Ross. Yeah, why not? Why not David Bell? I guess they—that was it for him. He'd be—he might be a nice deal. That Linderbaum pick by the—I uh, I thought the Jets—that would have been—I would—I know everyone wants defense. I—I I just want to protect Zach Wilson. Give him every opportunity to be successful. 
instead of being like, oh, wow, we had just done this. We had just done that. Let's do all that shit and then see what you got out of the guy. So well, I was you know, going for Linderbaum. You know, I'm a Cincinnati fan, so I agree with you. Like, right. Give me yeah. a season where we're weak everywhere on defense, but just like we have a dominant fucking line where the quarterback doesn't get killed. Yeah. You, and you have to put up points no matter what. You got to score points. Right. You know? Right. I don't know. Yeah. So how do you feel about the, the Bengals so far? Are they what are they, did they? They take a safety or something. They went to they've taken two defensive backs, which I probably was their biggest needs defensive back and defensive line. But that, I don't know. This this short up. Yeah, I mean, I know they had I, a big off uh, the free agent signing. I think so, and they did take that guy in the second round last year, Jackson Carmen, and he okay. was just kind of like a rotational guy that really wasn't that good. But I think they have pretty high hopes that he'll be okay. But um, yeah, there was actually a, just a a thing that came out that he was accused of rape. Awesome. <laughs> so that 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 might, but but they haven't addressed offensive line. I think this was one of those drafts where they kind of just needed to build, you know, the the non-sexy positions, you know what I mean? Like I, I could see them just taking all corners, defensive linemen, offensive linemen. They might, I think they're definitely going to take a receiver because they're thin at receiver. Basically after their top three, they don't have anybody else. I got to pound. You got to pound that offensive line, man. You just got to keep at it until you have like a, a perfect one. Just keep molding it until it's, 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 I don't know. That's, I that's mean, no, you when you have a, it. when you have a, a season like the Bengals did last year, like literally their offensive line is why they didn't win the Super Bowl. So I almost just want to revert and go, I want to go extreme and have a good offensive line. You know what I mean? Even if it's at yeah. the detriment of something else, like if you just have an offense, they can put up 30 a game, you're going to be in the mix. And then I think you just have to try to get by game by game with, you know, your defensive schemes and whatnot. So I, I agree with you. I think I like how the jets are trying to build. The jets are going like, we're not going to win by scoring 16 points a game. It doesn't matter how good our secondary is or our pass rush or anything like that. Like we need to be able to score. We need multiple weapons to throw at you. They've never had a fantasy relevant team ever. Never. You've, you're never like, oh wow. Like you look at the DLF rankings and there's there's no the, the Jets will draft somebody and it, it, they won't be on anybody's rankings. It'll be just some that's that low on the the totem pole. I mean, the last I remember was was it what 2015 with Fitzpatrick and. Eric Decker and Brandon Marshall. And that yeah. was like a one, that was like a one-off outlier season. It wasn't like consistently built through the draft or anything. Yeah, yeah. If you if you look if you listen to the FF stories, you ever ever hear that pod? Mm-hmm. The, I did one on Brandon Marshall, and um, yeah, it was it was just like a you know it was, it's basically like Brandon Marshall is like the Ryan Fitzpatrick of wide receivers. You know, he's just a team to team to team. I'm so pissed that he has all the jet records because it was just that one season he played. That was it. <laughs> uh, bullshit. So, um, and I mean, look how long ago it was. And that's how, and there's no, it's like Don Maynard and Brandon Marshall. <laughs> so stupid. Shit, Don Maynard was before I was even born. Yeah, man. He, that, he's, he was catching balls from Joe Namath in the 60s. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, that was, that was before you, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember Don. He wasn't around with, with, for me. Yeah, yeah. So and then Brandon Marshall has has ugh. and Brandon Marshall has every record, and Don Maynard like has it's like the touchdown record or something. But yeah, he had like a fifteen hundred yard season for the Jets, which is unheard of. Anyway, I get into all that on the FF stories where I get into Brandon Marshall, and I, and and I'm not really that great. I'm not really a fan, only because he, 
he just came and went. He wasn't really anything. They didn't even make the playoffs that year. You know? I mean, but, so what but you're for saying the Jets, is you, the Jets you want, like a big deal. You, you want a new you, – you're, you're hoping this new crop of uh, Jets weapons they have now is the, the next wave. Oh, I feel like – no, they've never had an offense the way they're building it right now. Just all these they're, – they're building it. They're just – they're not bringing in outside guys. No tight end position. They signed a couple of old-time free agent, you know, Uzuma and whatever, Conklin. But uh, I actually, uh, I actually like the, I like signing Uzuma and Conklin. I think that's just going to give Wilson two more. Neither of those guys are going to be exciting for fantasy, but I think for the Jets, it'll actually be useful to have both of them. Well, out yeah, there. exactly. They're not fantasy relevant. I mean, they'll have their random games here or there, but I, you know, catch a random touchdown pass. I mean, so what is it? What does it make you think about these teams that are seemingly just ignoring, like? I'm with you. I think if I'm building around a young quarterback, it's I want to give him four or five weapons. You know what I mean? And sink or swim. Like they're setting it up where Zach Wilson's going to have two years to sink or swim. You're not going to feel after three years if he isn't any better than he was last year. You're going to feel pretty confident he is what he is. You know what I mean? Yeah. But you're not going to let be left wondering like, well, what if we would have done this or what if we would have actually invested in skill players around him? I think you're going to know, which I think is the way to do it. And then I see. You know, like what? Are, what the hell are the Bears doing? Yeah, I mean the, the Bears have nothing. So what are they well, going to do? Blame blame Justin Fields next year if he doesn't get any better? That's you know I've seen this. I've lived through it. That's why I, I am the way I am and the way I, I look at the way I build dynasty teams. You know, I've I've been through like the Jets. So and I I know that you have to. You've seen it. I've seen so so Sam Darnold and Josh Allen came up together, drafted together. They're buddies. They train with the same, you know, whatever. So Allen goes to Bills. Jets are, and Bills are basically parallel teams. But what, do, what does Buffalo do? They sign as many offensive linemen as they can. They sign all the wide receivers they can. Uh, this is their blueprint. The Jets, on the other hand, did the exact opposite. All they did was start drafting defense. They didn't neglect, they, they neglected a, an empty, like a bare cupboard of offense. And there's just Sam Darnold and nobody else. Just patchwork stuff. And again, Buffalo signs the big wideout. They bring Diggs in again. They and they draft uh, offensive linemen and stuff. So they gave they put Josh Allen in a position to like an insulated position where he, you know, they raised his floor. In other words, you know. Mm-hmm. But. Um, Oh, we go to Bari again. Not connected. He's trying to like hop on in the middle of fucking Super Bowl or uh, whatever <laughs> in the middle of uh, the draft. He dropped out again. Yeah, sure. And the guy that Chicago Bears took, Velas Jones. I mean, fifth year senior, never productive in college. Just doesn't doesn't really scream like. That doesn't really scream desirable at all for Dynasty, even though he's clearly the highest receiver they've drafted. So, yeah, you see, um, Tractors 23 in the chat just wants to know who's drafting Willis. Who do you think, man? Uh-oh. Hello, gentlemen. Oh, wow, look at you, man. He's Audio and everything. Yes. 
Can you guys hear me okay? Yeah, sure. Sweet. <laughs> yes, I'm, you can see the uh, Ferris wheel behind me. And the stage is over that shoulder. John Jabari on location, NFL draft, our, our NFL draft um, correspondent. <laughs> Man on the scene. Welcome. Where's Malik Willis going, John? Where's Malik Willis going? What's the buzz? What's the chatter? Uh, he's going tomorrow. That's where he's going. Alex <laughs> Wright. Okay, Alex wow. Wright just selected defensive end UAB. It's crazy. That's actually oh, in line. Young, huh? my, uh, that's actually in line with my broadcast. Not Look that how far small off. That guy is. <laughs> the pro the I can hear you guys before I came on, but now that I'm on, you're both all broken. I'm sure it's my dog shit connection. Uh, I was wandering around the draft event like a 50-year-old woman 10 years ago with my phone in the air. Like my arm length is going to make my thing work better. Well, we can hear you coming through pretty good. I know you can't understand us, but it's actually a pretty good connection on his end. Can you go on the Ferris wheel and then call it back? Or, or what? <laughs> The funny thing is, everybody else is on their phone out here, so it's just me. I don't know what dog shit service I have, but uh, it's not a glowing endorsement for Google Fi. So did you, 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 did you see Sipes and Finero, or what was that? Did you get to see Michael Sipes? Oh, there he goes. Gone. Look at that, man. The Blackberry. He actually sounded actually decent coming in. His it his did. his what, signal what, wasn't terrible, but he apparently couldn't understand us. Yeah, we heard the draft pick. So what does Cincinnati went to? They, they where are their picks? Who'd they sell their picks to that they don't have any? Well, they picked at the end of the second and the end of the first. So now they're gonna pick again at the end of the third. Oh, okay. So they don't they have their picks. Yeah, I mean, we're not. I'm not used to picking at the end of the draft. You know, I'm normally used to picking in the middle or the beginning. So, Matt Corral. Oh my God, who's left? Is it Matt Corral, Malik Willis, Sam Howell? Sam Howell, right? God, we were talking about Sam Howell going in the first round potentially, <laughs> like Pittsburgh. I think somebody's going to get a steal with him because, I mean, go back a year ago, if he would have come out last year, Howell would have went ahead of Mac Jones, right? So, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Howell was a guy somebody liked. He lost all his weapons. So, I, I mean, he had, he had a down year passing, but he showed a lot more in the rushing game than we saw in previous seasons. So, I... I was down on this class like everybody was, but I don't know. I, I think they've fallen a bit too much, especially because there's a lot of teams with needs that didn't do shit. Well, we have the Texans and the Giants coming up, two teams that could take a quarterback. Could. Unrelated to fantasy, but I, I walked about 
50 yards from where I was before. And I'm at a picnic bench that literally had to have been made a week ago. It just smells like I'm sitting in a pine forest. This is nice. freshly fresh cut lumber out here in Las Vegas. I'm jealous. I kind of wish I was out there, but then if I was out there, I'd probably want to go home and just chill in my hotel room. No, I came. Yes, I came down and I'm already, I'm ready to go home. I'm over here because I was going to talk to you guys. I was hanging out with uh, Mike Sipes and Jason Walter and Panaro from a couple other podcasts and stuff. And I had to come down here to see the tent. So I was like, I'm going to go see where they're actually drafting from. So I, I wandered out here and the booths are kind of cool. They got some signed stuff, Super Bowl rings. Um, but, I mean, you got fucking Neil Diamond playing behind me. I could do without that. Um, alcohol is not readily available to my satisfaction. What, what really disappointed me, uh, did you guys see the um, red carpet thing they had set up in front of the Bellagio? No, I didn't. So the Bellagio's got a stage that they built out into the water. And if I recall correctly, when the draft was supposed to be here in 2020, the stage was supposed to be out in the water, and they were going to bring the draft picks up on boats. So anyway, there's a stage there now with the red carpet. I guess uh, Sipes had told me they just did that. They had the rookies come and walk it on Wednesday. It's a much better location to do the draft because the strip is blocked off. So you could have all the people out in the street, if you're familiar with Vegas, all the way back to um, Paris. And you could crowd the street. So having it over here is, I mean, it's a bigger stage, but the, the setup's kind of weird. I'm not the world's biggest fan of what they did setup-wise. But what do I know? They're a billion-dollar company. I'm just some dope. Yeah. Some guy with a flip phone, right? I wish. I hate smartphones. <laughs> I hate smartphones. <laughs> Ooh, the Chargers. Where do they go here? So what do you guys think of this overall so far? It's, it's like it's it's very unfantasy friendly. The wide receivers are just amazing. They're just flying off the board, and there's no – well, I guess we have three running backs off the board, but – Oh, who's Jelani the third? Wood. I missed it. Who is the two? third Who's the third running back? I missed it. Uh, James Cook went to Buffalo at the end of the second. Oh, I did see that. That's right. What would you guys think of that? I really – I was a lot higher on Cook, I think, than most people. I think a lot of, a lot of people thought he's just a change of pace guy. But I, I think he's got the ability to be a three-down back. I Unfortunately, he's kind of similar to Singletary, which I think the good news is that, that the Bills are probably willing to give James Cook a, a shot at a role because they did with Singletary. No one ever thought he would make it. So, I mean, I wouldn't be shocked if like two years sure. from now, James Cook is a guy that, you know, is getting 200 plus touches. Yeah, I think it's a great spot for him. I was telling earlier, everybody, for some reason, everybody just booed this shit. Out of Greg Dulcich, who just went to Denver. <laughs> the, whole, the whole place was booing. <laughs> Seeing, uh, I think, Pickens going to Steelers, Sky Moore going to the Chiefs, Christian Watson going to the Packers kind of gives at least the back half of the first round. Like, you don't feel horrible about those picks. Well, here, 
not back half of the first round. Let's talk about Sky Moore. We were talking about it. Um, like I said, the guys that I met out here, we were talking about it a little bit in person. How high would you put him? I think he sneaks into the top five wide receivers. I'm a big landing spot guy, so my my rankings go nuts after today, after this weekend. So I, I realize I'm a little more reactionary than most people. But I mean, do you take him over Chris Olave? No, but I love Olave. Do you take I, him I, over Traylon Burks? No, but if you switch. I have I hate Drake London. I got Drake London at the back of my tier there. I put Sky Moore over Drake London for wow. me personally. I mean that's hot. Uh, yeah, I'm I mean, not a, I, I think my if I'm sitting at the end of the first and I'm just looking to get a pedigree pick, I'm okay if I end up getting Jahan Dotson at the one twelve or the one eleven. Sure. Like I don't really like him, but I, it doesn't kill the value of the pick. Whereas if if these three receivers, Watson, Moore, and Pickens, didn't land where they did, I don't think those back half and first round picks would have had nearly the appeal that they're going to. Yeah. And I think the I was saying it in our chat was I think um, I think Pickens could be the Deontay Johnson replacement. I don't know if they want to pay him. That's going to be interesting. <laughs> I mean, the Giants could have taken Malik Willis, you know? And they took a cornerback. Corner. Who knew Christian Kirk would have this much of an in impact on the wide receiver landscape? That no, guy good, fucked good up point. everything. That guy's agent wrecked. If he doesn't sign that deal, I don't think we're dealing with any of this craziness, right? All the all the wide receivers would have stayed with their teams. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone was like, "Fuck this, man!" Christian Kirk. <laughs> yeah, yep. Christian Kirk has become the single most impactful fantasy player in history by default. Yeah. All right, so let me ask you guys this: Do do the Fal the Falcons already took Ritter? They're not going to take a quarterback, right? They're done. Presumably. <laughs> Do the, do the Eagles take a quarterback? We know how much the Eagles value backup quarterbacks. Do they take? Do they take one here? I think with no what no what they've they do. done. Yeah, I think what they've done with draft picks and everything. And I, I may have tweeted out earlier the way that they've. I don't want to say manipulated, but the way they've worked within the system and. You know, this guy's available. We trade for him. They've done what most teams – I mean, look at the way the Bears are <laughs> hanging stupid fields out to dry. They've surrounded Hurts with every weapon in the world now. Hurts has no excuse not to succeed in this year. And if he sucks, they have enough draft capital still next year to make a move to get his replacement and our, what's going to be has to be a better quarterback class, right? So – the way they've handled it, it doesn't make sense to get a guy to replace him at this point when it seems like they're pushing all their chips in for him to succeed now. Give him a chance. If he does suck, they got they have the ammo next year to bring his replacement in who's gonna be better than anybody they're taking, you know, on the cusp around four today. So they've accumulated a ton of picks though. You don't think they take a shot on a backup quarterback here given 
They took Jalen Hurts in a situation where you thought there's no way they needed a quarterback. I'm just saying they value that backup quarterback, I think, more than a lot of teams in the league do. I feel like the Eagles – hold on a second. The Eagles have put in so much time and effort into telling folks that Jalen Hurts is their guy. Why would they just disrupt? It would make everybody nuts if they took I mean, Malik Willis. They did it with Wentz, though. I, yeah, but I think they, I don't know. Maybe they learned a lesson because I don't know. They've, they've done a lot of talking about Jalen Hurts is the guy. He's the guy. He's the guy. He's the guy. No, oh, we love our quarterback. That, that that would just throw such a wrench in everything. Even if Willis was drafted in like the fourth round, which is well, where okay, we're so, headed right now. So here are the teams that are picking after the Eagles: Steelers, Patriots, Raiders, Cardinals, Cowboys, Bills. Buccaneers, Packers, Niners, Patriots, Bengals, Broncos, Titans. There's only like two teams in there that would take a quarterback. Yeah. And you have a few, and you have a handful. I mean, you got to think Carolina maybe, maybe throws, takes a stab at one of these guys. They don't have a pick, though. When is their next pick? The fourth round, because they traded their second and their third. That's a terrible organization. I mean, I could see. I could see the Titans taking a quarterback. I could see Tampa Bay taking one. But that's really it. Yeah. Yep. Unless they like Trask. Where would Trask be in this fucking class? <laughs> uh, who knows? <laughs> it's so crazy, man. Not all these quarterbacks flamed out. Every All of us, everybody would like shit on them. But I don't think anyone expected them to be shit on by the NFL. To this I, I think at some point it became a game of chicken for him, though, right? So if you had just looking at the draft, right, Pickett was what they appeared to be the, the best in the class and everybody else is in the second tier. So it's kind of like chicken. If you think Willis and Ritter and Corral are kind of equal footing, then you kind of wait to see if somebody else pulls the trigger first. And then if they do, you could trade up and grab somebody. Oh, well, I guess I'll take the other guy who's my 2B to this guy's 2A. I, I thought once the next guy went, whoever it was, ended up being Ritter. But I thought when the next one went, we'd see some trades and we'd see all the remaining guys go in the next 10-ish or so picks. I mean, that obviously hasn't played out. But. Well, apparently the Pittsburgh Steelers really like Malik Willis. Would they do that to Kenny Pickett? <laughs> triple no, triple no stack him up. I always I mean, think of that. Because you know if they liked Malik Willis, he's probably on their big board. He's probably the one player that's out. You know what I mean? But, they, but you know they couldn't draft him because it would screw up. It would screw up Pickett's development so much, meaning like he's got to beat out another guy ahead of him. You know what I mean? Yeah, I always, I always wondered why teams that have extra capital don't double up at, at like quarterback. Say the whoever go Malik Willis here. They they went to Kobe Dean. Oh, they took Dean. This is Jets Twitter was all about Dean. They were so pissed about Brees Hall. Fucking Jets Twitter, man. All week, I've just been going banging heads with Jets Twitter. The, the only taps. team I can talking about, like double tapping at quarterback. I mean, look at the the back in the day, the Redskins did it, right? 
They took yeah. RG3 in the first, and then in the fourth, they came back and took Cousins. And Cousins is... I mean, if Washington just would have kept signing Cousins, they'd have been in a lot better situation <laughs> than they're in right now. But um, I, I don't know why more teams that need a quarterback don't bring two guys in in the same draft and have them fight it out. Competition doesn't hurt anybody. I'm here for uh, Green Bay taking one of these quarterbacks. <laughs> I, I want that too. Just, yeah, to see the craziness. Raiders are on the clock. First pick of the draft, right, for them? The Raiders, yep. The Raiders. They go running back here. Got a little Raiders hat for today. Fit in as a local. Yeah, the local team. Who's the fastest fastest guy remaining? Fastest guy, just the fastest overall player remaining? Yeah, that's who they'll take. Well, it's definitely not Isaiah Spiller. <laughs> it's a Haskins. You know who it is? It's probably Calvin Austin, that little midget receiver. It's like 170 pounds, ran a 4.28. There's my prediction. We're going Calvin Austin. He, he's projected to go in no, the third. No, they have to take a wide receiver here, don't they? Khalil Shakir, Justin Ross, Calvin Austin, David Bell, any of those David guys. Bell. We'll see how well John Debari knows the Raiders if they just take the, <laughs> the fastest dude on the board. We've seen it how many years? Hey, Rashad, White, Rashad White, he's fast. Ooh. Rugs. He was the presumably everyone. That's where he was like the the RB three, wasn't he? White coming into yeah, this? but there's been a lot of steam that White was going to go like late third round or late day three of the draft. I, I would be shocked if he went in the third round. Who's the backup QB for? Well, they're not going to take a backup QB for the first pick. But who's who, play, who, who is the backup QB for the Raiders? Oh, is it they lost Mariota? So is it what's his face? Uh, Some here terrible we go. guy. Oh, was it traded? Steelers. You're saying Steelers now? <laughs> or is this the last pick you just announced? No, the, the Raiders, Raiders are, are up in '86. So who the hell did the Steelers pick? Some defensive lineman. DeMarvin Leal. That Pickens pick, though, for the Steelers. You don't like Pickens, Larry? I do. I love Pickens. I love Pickens. I love love Pickens for the Steelers, too. I have a ton of Deontay Johnson, so it kind of makes me a little upset. Pickett starts. Pickett might start the season. All right, John. Kenny Pickett or Zach Wilson? I know you love Zach Wilson. Um, we're putting the screws to me. Uh, okay, the, Jets, hesitate? the Jets had a pretty good draft. I will take – I think Zach Wilson – the typical fantasy conundrum, right? Higher ceiling or safer floor? I think Wilson's got a higher ceiling, but Pickett's got a safer floor. But swing for the fences, I will say Zach Wilson slightly. Wow, I can't believe it's slightly. 
No, I like Wilson, and I think the Jets are having a nice draft, building a decent team around them. Wow, just, just throwing the weapons. You gotta just keep adding those weapons, man. They're not used to that. It never happened. Yeah, never, it never happens to the Jets. This is amazing. This is like unprecedented. Marcus Jones. I don't know why. Donny Osmond was on the stage over here. Oh, dude, he was like wrestling with uh, Michael Irving. Uh, Michael Irving won before uh, on the TV. The Raiders have made a trade out to the Pats, to the Titans. Titans looking for a running back. Raiders traded up and got an extra fifth round pick, so that's not a bad move. And the Raiders so, traded back four spots and got a fifth rounder added. From in. what I've heard, there are, that's where like everything ends in the fifth round in this draft. Like the sixth and seventh is just waste. That's where they, that's where this draft runs out of gas in the sixth and seventh rounds. This draft ran out of gas in the first. <laughs> Yeah, there isn't any, any. There isn't really any. Well, there is intrigue. We're still waiting on the on the quarterback. It's amazing that the quarterbacks are this terrible. I mean, we're in like Russell Wilson territory. Once we get out of this, we're in no man's land. Brady, there's a Brady in the wings. Sixth round we're in, pick. We're in Bryce Petty ter Bryce Petty Ooh. territory soon. You got to think the Titans are trading up to take a quarterback here. You got to. Matt Corral. Who are they jumping ahead of? Who's the next few Corral. teams? I think Corral here. No, and you know what? They they should they should probably add another wide receiver. The teams were the Cardinals, the Bills, and the Cowboys. So I don't think any of them are taking a quarterback. Although wasn't there some wasn't there some Malik Willis to Arizona stuff out there that was linked? I could have seen them maybe taking quarterback. Uh, Arizona should take a quarterback. I mean, they got Murray's buddy from college, Hollywood Brown, out there to kind of make him happy. But, you know, he keeps complaining about his contract, hanging the baseball shit over the team's head. It's not the worst thing for them to have somebody in the wings in case. I mean, I knew they knew the Titans. I mean, the Cardinals liked Malik Willis because there was there was rumblings about that. So I could see them trading up to take Willis. Wow. Pierre Strong still out there. That's a nice. That's a nice, that's a nice piece. That's the only running back the Jets brought in for a top thirty visit. With Pierre Strong. Oh, I was the only person on Jets Twitter that, that, that wanted Brees Hall. And I could see it too. It's not in my head. <laughs> I don't. I, I don't know what I think of it. I mean, I, I kind of like it. I mean, there, there were just better spots in the Jets for fantasy. I don't hate it. I I, I kind of like when all the chaos hits. So just see it, all the Michael Carter truthers get murdered today. When that happened, it was kind of nice. To see. I, I like the chaos <laughs> that comes with it. You're on with a Michael Carter truther right now. I love Michael Carter. Yeah, he's great. Yeah. I just like all the, the pandemonium that happens when, when this stuff comes through. I mean, think about the guys that have been holding a candle for Rashad Penny for all these years. 
finally has a little late season breakout. They bring him back for a year. People are like, it's penny time. And the Seahawks just come in and go, fuck you. Here's That was great. I love it. Yeah, when they when they announced that pick, I have one share of Chris Carson. I went to that league and I just cut him. <laughs> yes. I literally just caught him because I'm going to need roster spots for the draft. I'm just like, you know what? <laughs> Later. Oh, Are they booing the Raiders trade? That's uh, uh, what we got. We got Packers fan and a bear. Seahawks guy and some Packers guys ridiculing a Bears fan and uh, – I think they're intoxicated. They're, they're harassing people in the crowd. So you have a Seahawks fan making fun of a Bears fan. Boy, that's like, you know, two stupid oh, people fighting. No, not, the Seahawks <laughs> fan has made his way to a group of Raiders. He's going to get stabbed. You better watch out. Oh, Willis to the Titans. Willis to the Titans. Wow. Oh, he's not even there. Oh, wait, they're doing the pick now. I'm watching the pick now. All right. So, super flex. What do you guys do with this? I mean, honestly, the landing spot could have been a lot worse. It could have been a team that was backed up a clearly better quarterback. You know what I mean? Like, I think it could have been a lot worse. Are you taking Malik Willis with the 111? No, I'm not taking him in the. I'm not taking him in the first round. Sixteen teamer. Sixteen teamer. Yeah, I, I have the 111 in the HQ sixteen teamer. Uh, I feel like the guy more might be available. No? So that's the thing in a sixteen teamer, you don't want to necessarily whiff on that pick. Would you take Would you take Sky Moore, Christian Watson, George Pickens, or Willis? Yeah, Bari. We got four of my options: Willis, Christian Watson, and who else? Sixteen teamer at the one eleven. So you assume there's going to be eight receivers: Pickett, Walker, Brees, Hall. So seven receivers: Walker, Brees, and Pickett are gone. Yeah. So you get. Christian Watson, George Pickens, or Malik Willis? Pickens. Pickens over Willis? For me. What if you're a Tannehill owner? Larry? I mean, it's a 16-teamer. If you hit on the quarterback, it's probably worth a lot more than hitting on a receiver. Christian Watson, the only person besides Alan Lazard catching passes from Aaron Rodgers and <laughs> – who else is Sammy Watkins? <laughs> Sammy Watkins. What? Yes. Sammy Watkins is on Green Bay. It was a big splash in free agency. All How'd right. you miss so, that? So don't play Christian Watson in your fantasy team week one. And then then, pl <laughs> then, pl then plug him in. Right. <laughs> Malik Willis to the Titans. That's a good spot for him. The best spot for him. I mean, it could have been worse. It could have been one of these teams where he's just going to be a backup for three years, you know? He'll have an opportunity after 2024. Yeah. You know, I'm, I mean, you know what? He's got the athleticism where they're, they'll are they have to put in a few packages for him. I mean, he's still, a, what's his, a third round? Still, he's a third round, right? 
he's a third round pick. They can use him in, you know, whatever. You know, like they use Kaepernick his first year, you know, where they just like put him in, into some, like, put some running plays in for him. Willis. Did they trade up or they just let him fall? The Cardinals, the Titans traded up to get him. So the Titans traded up to get Willis. Yeah, they trade the Raiders traded with the back. Raiders. Yeah. Oh, nice. That's right. That's interesting. I'll tell you what. In a couple QB needy leagues, I got. I, I might take Willis where I'm in that 111, 112 if he's there, because I'm desperate in a couple spots. And I and I mean he's not going to do shit for me this year. I know that going into it. But. And Tannehill, I mean the way quarterbacks get injured too. Would he? Does he immediately? I mean, the third round quarterback. Does he immediately? I know we're talking about a third round quarterback. Does he immediately fall into the QB two? He's there. He's their backup, based upon that draft capital. Maybe. I just think it's a. I think it's a. It's a good spot because the Titans literally. I mean, if you look at Tannehill's contract, I think it's like nine million dead cap next year. Not that they're going to get rid of him, but I don't think that's a situation where they at all have a backup plan after two years. So it could be a I lot mean, worse. The on Willis was that he, he had no there was zero pro concept at his top were at Liberty, right? So he has an opportunity to just sit here and watch a playoff team operate and, and, and pick up whatever he can absorb. But yeah, he's got a, He's not in a position. He's not going to go into the world to fail. Maybe he won't be the QB two. And it's a third round quarterback. Even if it's Malik Willis. Well, you know what you guys just missed? You just missed the Arizona Cardinals taking the fucking punter in the third round. Ooh, I heard this, I heard about this punter. I heard a punter. Was the punter in, in a decade. A punter went ahead of Matt Corral. <laughs> and fucking Matt and Matt Corral showed up to the fucking green room. Matt Corral sitting in a room somewhere. Like, is it me? Is that now we're gonna get this guy to Fucking puns while we suck on offense instead. Okay. Malik Willis is in the is in like is on like the fucking podium with the punter right now. <laughs> oh, Dallas with Jalen Tolbert. What do you guys think of that one? Yeah. Kind of like it, but I makes me think Gallup is gonna take a little longer to come back than I want. No, I, I don't mind. I don't mind that pick. I don't think he really threatens Gallup, but Gallup was a third round pick too. So I guess he kind of fills that Cedric Wilson role, right? Mm -hmm. yep. They've had a guy that gets involved after their top option. So yeah, that ain't. It's okay. It's not great, but it'll be fun to use once a year during your bye weeks. I don't know if you can hear over my shoulder, but they're playing fucking MC Hammer. Let's see who is on the clock. Buffalo. Jesus. 
Kyle Brandt guys were in Zuba's pants. Oh, yeah, wow. That, that MC Hammer pants, right? Right. Bills. They have James Cook. Do, do you think? So James Cook, is that it for Singletary, or James Cook is just going to be, be that McKissick guy they wanted? No, they'll bring him. They'll bring him along slow to make us all sick. We'll get just enough work to make Singletary worthless, and not enough work to plug him in with confidence each week. All right. Yeah. Now, now I know what you guys are talking about. You guys, you're in front of me with Kyle Brand. I just saw the. Saw the pick, man. The Baylor linebacker. Very nice. <laughs> he was he was very enthused to make that pick. We need that energy with the punter. I guess the punter didn't get drafted. Oh, really? No, it was a different guy. All right, now the Raiders are back up. To announce the Raiders pick, please welcome Antonio Brown. Should bring out Henry Ruggs. He comes out with. <laughs> Does Henry Ruggs ever play again? No. He's going to prison. Dude, for how long? He's got to be gone for life. No. Nevada, Nevada's got minimum. He has to do at least two years after court. So I mean, I thought he was facing up to like. 25 years or 30 years or something well, like that. Well, that's that's the upside. It's a two-year minimum in Nevada. Like, there's not even... Oh, my God. Only two years for that? Wasn't he hammered, too? I mean, I, I, I'm assuming he's using some of that like signing bonus driving. for an attorney, but the, the least he'll be gone is two years. Let's say his trial takes a year from today, two more years. I mean... So That's even bad. if everything went perfect, he's at least like four years from stepping on a field. Correct. Yeah. We'll say three. We'll we'll be real generous. He could be well, out I mean, there for the the start of the twenty twenty five season. But would he really be in shape after two years in prison to come right back and play? You know what I mean? Probably not. Well, like, what about is there like a good behavior thing or? No. I mean, you could. I just know it from working in the prisons. I mean. Each month you're on good behavior, you can get six days knocked off. So, I mean, you have to actually get a calculator out. If he got two years, and he'd have to have a job, which he couldn't get, like, the first couple months he's in the intake unit. So, <laughs> I mean, there's a lot that goes into it. But he could get his date to get moving backwards six days a month. Once he starts working in general population, don't you think the optics of that case with the video and everything, he's going to get more than two years, though? They're probably going to prove it for it, yes. Yep. <laughs> he's gone. Marcus Allen and Wayne Newton out here for the Raiders' first traffic. <laughs> Wayne Newton. <laughs> Wayne Newton. He's made of leather these days, right? He's still alive. It's, he's not a hologram? He actually, he actually doesn't. He doesn't look like that bad of shape for his age. 
We gotta get up close, Scott. He's, he's bashed to pieces like a fucking old catcher's man. How how old is Wayne Newton? Guess. Uh, I'm gonna say he's in his eighties. Eighty years old. Yep, close enough. Ooh. He might die before he gets through this announcement. Marcus Allen, baby. Okay, now I can see him. Now I can see him on my screen very clearly. He definitely looks right. Oh, look at that hair. A guard. Boy. It's like what a, a downer. <laughs> well, gentlemen, I'm going to dip out. I'm going to head back home and take a nap before I got to go to work. It's just waiting for this, waiting for a good time to get out of here. This Raiders pick is probably it. So did they, you let us, did, so did you tell us, so it's Corral now. That's it. Where, where's he going before you leave? No, there's somebody else, right? Aren't there five of them? Sam Howe. But Matt Corral was he was getting like number one quarterback talk. I don't know. I mean, look, Howell was the top guy, like I said, a year ago. Everyone was like, oh, Sam Howell. I, I think he's being unfairly treated. Somebody should go to Tampa here or whatever. Oh shit. Okay, we got it. This is gonna be the uh, guy that cracks the top ten in drafts, Rashad White to Tampa Bay. Oh, oh is it it official? Oh, nice. I just saw it. Yep. Really? Uh, my uh, my Keyshawn Vaughn shares are disapproved. Yep. Oh wow. How about the run and gun league where I traded a uh, first for I traded Keyshawn Vaughn for a first from uh, the Dynasty Theory guys. You got a first? Yeah. For John for Bauer, right after the draft, when he was going crazy over every Keyshawn Vaughn share. <laughs> Good for you. That's a rough. Uh, that's a rough hill to die on when you. When that, that was a. That's a big miss. <laughs> that's why you, you diversify and you don't go after the same player in fifteen fucking leagues. Would you rather have Keyshawn Vaughn or Trey Sermon? I'd still rather have Keyshawn Vaughn. I'd rather have Trey Sermon. The way I think I'd rather have Sermon. Get yeah. hurt in San Francisco. All right, fellas. Good to talk to you. Enjoy the rest of the draft. All right, see you. Take care, boys. All right, John Debari in the house. That was nice of him to uh, on location. Yeah, it was pretty cool. It was. Jets are coming up. I'm yeah. I'll stay through the. uh, Let's see. We got what one, two, three, four, five, six picks left in the third, and then we got all the uh, comprehensive picks in the third, which I see the Jets have a pick in there. I'll stay through the end of the Bengals pick. It's 95. 95 is the Bengals? Bengals got a 95. The Jets have 101, so the Jets are in the comp pick. So, yeah, Jets are going to pick another one tonight. So, 95, they have to go offense here. Come on. I think they should go running back. Do they love Chris Evans? You love Chris Evans? I think they will go wide receiver. Mm. They They need a receiver. They really only have four receivers on the whole roster. Who is their wide receiver for? Uh, well, right now they have Stanley Morgan and Mike Thomas. Mike Thomas, yeah. And that's it. 
So they really do need to take. And I think with these receiver contracts, I'm not sure they're going to be able to keep T. Higgins. So right. I think they, T. Higgins they, is going to be a 25 million guy. Yeah, and I, I don't think you can necessarily pay two receivers 25 million. You know what I mean? That doesn't make sense. So that stinks. I think they end up drafting. Um, if it was me and they like a receiver here, I would draft. I mean, I think David Bell could be a replacement for T. Higgins or Tyler Boyd. I, I sure hope they don't take Calvin, Calvin Austin or I'll be fucking take over the Tyler, Yeah, because you need someone to take the Tyler Boyd side. I mean, they're in their window right now. They need to just keep throwing shit. Well, you know what the funny thing is? Is Tyler Boyd only makes like $9 million a year. That's a fucking steal in today's market. You know? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He's <laughs> like a, he's like a, like a Jamison Crowder, like Jamison Crowder is like a Tyler Boyd light, I guess. I mean, Tyler Boyd's that? probably better than Christian Kirk. So if I'm Tyler Boyd, I'm like, hey, let me hit free agency. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're right. I would, yeah, I would definitely want Tyler Boyd over Christian Kirk. I mean, so what's your, what's your inventory on, what's your Christian Kirk inventory? You have him anywhere? A lot, yeah. I think I have, have a lot of Christian here. Kirk. I have nice 12% Christian Kirk. So probably like six, I have six leagues in with Christian Kirk. So you are, are you moving him? Because obviously the Jaguars haven't figured out that he's Christian Kirk yet. I mean, I actually, I actually think he's decent. He's, but he's just, he's, target he's share. A, they're going to, they're going to feel the ball. Their number one, he's their number one wide out now. He's a wide receiver three. He's probably a guy that maybe could crack a top 24 season, but I mean, I'm, I'm not in a hurry to move him. Cause I don't think that who's catching like, ball. Exactly. But, but put it this way. If you're on the clock at the two Oh two this year and nine receivers are already gone, would you trade that pick for Christian Kirk? That's a good question. The 111 or Christian Kirk? <laughs> well, then, I mean, I think that's where it gets even more sticky because, like, would you take Christian Kirk over Christian Watson? No. Oh, man, that's that's tough. I mean, George Pickens or Sky Moore? Because you have to think that Trevor Lawrence is obviously going to be a different quarterback this year. Yeah, he if, has to be. No if choice. Trevor Lawrence is good, then Christian Kirk could have a big season. If he's good, if Christian Kirk will be good. No one else to throw to. Right. Evan Ingram, come on. Who else are they going to? Th- I mean, he's their big money acquisition, so they're they're going to force feed him the ball because of that. I mean, I think I think Evan Ingram could be okay. I think Marvin Jones is still there. Like it, it could be annoying. Laquan Treadwell is still there. I mean, there's going to be guys that get targets. It's just you'd think Christian Kirk would be the best of the bunch. Zay Jones. Yeah, they signed Zay Jones. I mean, it could be it could be really gross, but. It's a, it's just a mushy wide receiver room. I feel like it's one of those rooms where you don't want anybody, and you want to move. I mean, you want to get rid of Christian Kirk after his first good game. I agree. I agree. I was thinking Green Bay might take another receiver here, but nope, that'd be too smart. Uh really? Will they take a tight end? <laughs> Fucking tackle. Oh. Larry Monkey and Justin Rogers talking dynasty football, baby. 